It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And now here's the star of our show, James Van Alstine. Dan Bappin and the Cheats are back on the show. And uh, along for the ride, this is so confusing. I I swear to God, every third time I open up Zoom, Daryl Wilson from the Bull Weevils is somehow there, uh, including tonight. <laughs> Listen, let me let me just read this disclaimer. I'm actually here for Simon. So um, and this is Simon's letter to you. So I, I have to, to read it. Yes. Simon told me to read it this way, too. <clears throat> Dear James, many moons have passed since we last met. I apologize for my absence this evening. As my dear friend Daryl reads this note, he does a wonderful Scottish accent. I hope it finds you well and invigorated. I had a prior engagement that prohibits me from joining you on your wonderful show. I hope this interview goes well and Dan and the Cheats are engaging. Hopefully the next time we're on your show, it's in person. Best wishes, Simon. Spot on. Good. So that's my brogue, my broguish way of speaking. That's great. Hi, Lottie. Hi. I, you know, dear. So there you go. I got to talk like Simon for the rest of the time. Groundskeeper so. Simon. Right. <laughs> right. Got to tap my R's a little bit. Tap my R's. So Billy, Simon the role. of the Lambs. <laughs> Simon the Lamb. <laughs> playing the role of Simon tonight is Daryl Wilson, the understudy. Uh, but we also, we have Dan Vapid. We have Dylan. We have Gabe here. And in a pre-show ceremony that was not televised, Gabe won the award for best lighting of the bunch tonight. Oh, come on. Mine's not that bad. You're a little washed out. I think Gabe really brings everything into focus. That's that's just the way I look. He's the good technical guy, you know. I checked it out. I hit test audio, test video, looked at the lights, turned some off. You know, I said this. You are pretty crisp. He is very crisp. It's a warm look, actually, Gabe. That looks really warm and nice. Warm. It's now the last time I introduced Dan Vapid, uh, I'll just say it again. If there was a LinkedIn for punk rock, this man's profile would be the best one there. Screeching Weasel, Riverdales, Methadones, The Queers, Dan Vapid and the Cheats, and so on. Uh, Dan, it is this album. Let's say I mentioned Gabe. Let's talk about this album because the production on this, it just sounds great. Thanks. The What you two did together on this. Cool. Yeah. I, we uh, get together and lay stuff down and, you know, figure out what sounds right and what doesn't. And, and uh, we, we, you know, I'll go back works. and forth. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go back and forth with the mix for a while, um, sure. you know, until, until it sounds right. But it, you definitely... Once it was dialed in, I was pretty excited. And, and from a songwriting perspective, I, I mentioned your history, which I, at this point we all know. You've done a lot, but it feels like you've really settled into something here with this with this new album. It, it definitely hmm. feels like a very start-to-finish vision, like a, a complete vision. Yeah, it definitely was a vision. It like it's a it's a it's it's kind of a concept record all, all the songs are revolved around one song around the song runaway and jane so it's like uh i i wrote a record in the perspective of three different people so one was a wife one was a husband and then one was a a, a person trying to convince 
this woman to leave. So, um, and, you mm-hmm. know, body. So yeah, those, the songs are just kind of unfold with that one destabilizing event of her leaving. So, um, you know, once I had everything outlined, um, it like the songs came really pretty easy. You know, I just think it's, you know, just kind of went with the questions of what they say in like, you know, school journalism, right? The five W's, the who, what, when, why, you know what I mean? Once I got all that down, like I just felt like it was, um, like it just kind of, the songs came out pretty easy. So I was pretty, pretty excited about this one and uh, glad to see it's finally coming out after two years. When I wrote down my notes as I listened through it the first time, I wrote themes, question mark, technology, comma, leaving relationships. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, let's let's start with Runaway Jane, because sure. I first heard that one when you did when you did it live online for the right. T1 Fest. I remember that, that's when you kind of broke, busted that one out. So right. That's swirling right. around, swirling around for a bit. It was swirling around for a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's already to me, it's pretty old. Um, you know, it like I wrote that probably like early 2019. So um, in my mind, all of them are pretty old. Like I've already am thinking about our following record right now. You know, I'm thinking about it a lot. Like this record now is kind of already, it's not even out. It's kind of behind me already, you know. Um, but there's, there's, there's a lot to do still. So that's kind of uh, the reason for it. That's the thing. You know what's the funny thing about this, Dan? Is I, and I've known you for a long time and first watched you on stage and then became your friend. And you are such a prolific songwriter. And, and I have to say that it is a, a, a joy to watch you perform and to hear the songs that you write. We were just talking about you the other day. It was like I was talking to Joe Principe about you and, and we were talking about you and saying how you are just and one of those amazing songwriters in a time frame that come out and that you just go, that guy can put melody to something, put lyrics to something, put, put the music to it. And it becomes an amazing, you know, piece. It's like you, it's like Josh Caterer. You guys are like just amazing. Songwriters. Well, I have to tell yeah, you, I, I, I probably never yeah. told you that. And I know you hate to get like all these yeah. you know, accolades. You no, hate it. I, but I'm letting I you know. Daryl. I mean, well, I mean, speaking of Josh, Josh is probably like my favorite songwriter of all time. I mean, if not, he's really, really close. I mean, like I think of like McCartney and, and Lennon and, and Brian Wilson and Bob Dylan and Elvis Costello. And then there's Josh Caterer, you know, yeah. I mean, yep. I, I kind of put him in that category. Now, that's that's me. But I just uh, I just just do. I just really love the way that he, that he writes songs, but yeah, I mean, I think there's some people in, in certain bands, like they just, you know, they just hear it, everything, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and other bands are more collaborative and more, not that this isn't collaborative because it, it is in a lot of ways, but I, I always hear like the end, the end, uh, result first before I show anything to anybody. So, um, you know, where I think a lot of bands just like, you know, guitar player has some stuff, singer has some stuff, the drummer has his stuff, you know, they come in and bring it together and maybe the sum is more than its parts, you know, um, it's, it's all good. You know what I mean? Like it's whatever gets the job done um, is kind of what I think is cool. 
but you do a job, but your job, you do a job really well. So this is it. You get the job done, but you do it really well. And I have to say, I appreciate your songwriting and I really do admire it, you know, from afar and also being close to you. It's just like, it's amazing to hear what you put together and when it comes out as a finished product. And I'm like, always, it's like always spot on and just amazing what you do. Thanks, Daryl. So another song you've been living with these songs for a while. You've been sitting on this Corona sidelined all activity. Yeah. Uh, the, the talk is another song you rolled out. for right. T one fest. Now this is this right here. This is a song about relationship, existential dread. Like just, oh, yeah, for sure. No one wants to hear or no one wants to think here comes the talk. If that's not right. a relatable song, I don't, I don't know what is. No one wants the talk. Well, that yeah, might be my favorite I mean, song on that record, Dan. I don't know if I told you that or not. The talk. Yeah. I think everybody's had one of those. Well, you know, if you haven't, I mean, not everybody, I guess, but like, you know, those really, really difficult conversations. And so I know I've had them. I've had them many times, you know, so I just, I mean, and they're maybe not as dramatic as that, but, you know, um, you know, I thought in context of the record, it made sense to just kind of, you know, uh, once, once, a, you know, something, you know, bad happens, like, you know, to, to address it because, you know, maybe in the past, it just wasn't, um, it wasn't working out anytime they would try to communicate or whatever. So that's kind of where that all came. And my first real whiff or taste of, of that theme, that relationship theme uh, comes early in the album, a song called Burning Questions. I, 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 face value is it's just about a girl running away from her relationship, her life, her day to day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but more than that, more than just running away, there's also that existential thing. Of, I'm middle aged. What am I doing? My kid's gone out of the house. I'm uh, pushing 40. Um, you know, what what's in this? what's in it for me now, now that I'm older, you know, because I, I, I pictured this person being, <clears throat> you know, maybe having a kid when they're about 20, you know, and then the kid leaves the house and, you know, about 18 or whatever, 19. So, you know, you got this young girl who's never been anywhere and starts dreaming a lot. And, you know, her husband doesn't give a shit. Really. He's okay being, and it's not even him being a bad guy necessarily, but more of him just um, being okay, just being being at home, maybe having his family close by, you know, maybe the roots in the community or, or a sense of duty or whatever it is where she wants to go out and see things, but he just doesn't think it's important, you know. So there's a real, they grow apart, you know. And so I think you know, while, while coming up with that, um, you know, finally when I, I figure, you know, this person just leaves, um, you know, there's stuff leading up to it. And that's one of them, you know, sitting in her car, just kind of looking out, gritting her teeth, just kind of thinking a lot, thinking, 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 and finally just getting the fuck out. So, so I, I mentioned that this album was delayed because of Corona. And during Corona, right. this podcast, everyone in the world had to figure out how to navigate life, had to how to how to communicate with one another. Technology really found its found its way into everything we do. Cyber world is an early 
track on the album, um, which to me speaks to life during the pandemic. It speaks to that that isolation, that loneliness, that that oh shit. Yeah, yeah. The way I the way I pictured that was like an outside party, just kind of contacting her and just kind of saying, "Hey, you know, life's too short." Blah 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 blah. You know, you got to get out of it. You know, not to say that the, the person convincing her has got good, you know, intentions because maybe he doesn't. But um, but everything he's saying is kind of true, you know, and it's and it's kind of pushing her to 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 go, you know. So, um, you know, God, where am I going to go with this? Um, yeah, I don't know. You well, know, along there, the lines there's of a lot to say about it. Well, let's jump ahead to robots. Now, this sure. song, another technology-based song, there are some moments with the guitar, bass, and drums that, you know, to my hypothetical ears, sound like the march of technology. Like the, the, the instruments kind of come together and feel like technology moving forward. Tell me a little bit about this song. Well, um, like I, you remember I was saying, how I, I made like an outline of everything. So like originally when I did this, um, record like I kind of wrote a short story and then I kind of thought about it and I made an outline and, and one of the things that I, I kept thinking about was the two people and where they worked one was like working at, at a night shift job and, and you know the woman saying you know your job isn't as secure as you think it is you know there's going to be you know eventually you're going to be replaced you know the, the more that technology comes and, and presents, you know, as long as, uh, you know, it, it, as long as there's, there's profit over people, which there is, you know, that is, is a likely possibility. So I thought about in the story that, that it could be used in a sense where they're saying, you know, hey, you know, you need to take some chances and you're and, you're, and the guys who say, no, I don't need to take any chances. I'm good. I've got my job. You know, I've got my community. Um, you know, my duty is here, you know, so there's, there's a, there's a big conflict with that as well. She's trying to say to him that, that his future is, um, is, is, is pretty limited and he's not listening. So that's kind of where I came up with that. But I also came up with that just from stuff, just reading, you know, just from just the times that we live in of, 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 of technology, you know, it's got a good side and it's got a dark side, you know, as long as people are dark and they're going to continue to be dark and, and act like assholes, you know, that's, uh, that's going to happen, you know. Uh, things will the technology be used for nefarious purposes. So that was kind of the point of, of, of that song. Uh, Dylan and Gabe, I, I don't want to ignore you guys. I want to bring you oh. in. I, I want to address some of the other songs in the album too. But before we dig deeper into the album, I mean, give your general impressions of putting this album together and hearing the final results. It, to my ears, this sounds like a giant leap forward from an already stellar career. Tell me your, your thoughts on this. For me, it's always, you know, I, I of course hear Dan's songs when they're, he just comes in and says, here's the song and then we'll maybe jam through it, you know, and record it on an iPhone and I've got a real rough outline, you know, and I, and I, I can hear the song where it's 
going to go or potentially should go. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, doing what I do, uh, studio work, it's for me, it's fun to get it from, you know, just that raw nothing, you know, just the song, the idea of the song to the, you know, the finished product that the people hear. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's always an adventure. It's cool. You know, I, I love Dan's songs. I've been a fan most of my life. So to get to, to play music with him is, is awesome. Um, and I, you know, it's, I think we work well together. It's fun to, to sit here and hash stuff out and bounce ideas off one another. And, you know, it, if, if I have an idea is receptive to it, you know, we might shoot it down, but it, it's cool to have that, like, you know, like uh, just, just kind of maybe a little bit of my, well, yeah, I want to hear yeah. what you, I, I definitely want to hear what you have to say. Like, I come in with a complete vision, but I want your stamp on it, if that makes sense. I want your input, like, you know, and 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 Dylan and Simon, you know, I I feel well, I like um, appreciate that, Dan. I appreciate you liking that. Uh, <laughs> really appreciate that, Dan. Good stuff. It means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Dylan, talk, talk about talk about the album from your perspective. Uh, what what record, are you hearing? What are you feeling? This record for me, um, listening to it like when we were doing the demos and then coming back to it uh, a few months ago, Dan really knew what he wanted out of this. And uh, not to say three, he didn't know, but there was it was a different feeling. Dan had an idea, he had the storyline, this concept, and. Uh, it was a fun challenge to get in and try to really like personify what he was thinking and then what the storyline is. And uh, so it's like, you've got this avenue to work with, whereas you're used to this. So it's like, okay, what can you pull out of this? What can you do to make it better? What can you do to just help the song out? And uh, I love it. Uh, it's the weirdest record I've been a part of ever because I'm not used to send this track over and then, uh, you know, give me a day or two to listen and then come back again. And then, well, maybe try this here, you know, I'm used to being in the room and, and knocking it out or, you know, being in the studio and knocking it out. So it's uh, some fun challenges all around, but uh, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Gabe made it great. And then, you know, sing all the praises to Dan in the world. And it was always fun to see Simon too, when he came down and tracked his stuff. Well, yeah, I appreciated all the things that came down to do for you. Appreciate it. And as we're as we're live on Facebook, uh, a mutual friend, I think, to us all, Dennis Buckley, did say to Daryl playing the role of Simon, you have a terrible Scottish accent. He's oh. not wrong. He's not wrong. You know, I, I know your heart's best. your heart's in the right place, Dr. Daryl Wilson. Uh, you know, my heart's in the right place. You know, I, I like my best. Daryl. I I try my best. Eh? I think it's spot on. Yeah. Sounds I, like it, Simon. I didn't know it wasn't Simon. I was going to say, you know what? I, I told Simon specifically, I'm going to totally F up the accent and he goes perfect that's he's like just perfect so i'm like okay perfect 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 that'll perfect perfect that'll you know he's done a lot on this record he sounds a bit like it's a bit like i know you're doing you're better simon than me though dylan that's the thing i switch between scottish and irish like i go back and forth all the time and it's like what am i doing i can't do one of those accents because i do the same like you've got to do it a lot a bit like you're saying like you bought peanut butter on the top of your mouth it's it's, it's snapping r's it's like little tiny the r's are supposed to snap a little bit and the eyes but I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to talk like this. I'm Simon. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. 
perfect. <laughs> so we, we talked about some of the more pessimistic, perhaps, perspectives on the album, Dan Vapid. Uh, am I correct in hearing maybe tomorrow is perhaps an optimistic song toward the end of the album? Yeah, like I kind it, it, it was funny. And, and I would say Bitter and Sour, the song right before it as well. I kind wait, 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 wait. The song, the song about passionately hating on you? Well, he's saying he doesn't want to passionately hate anymore. Right. I, I don't know if, it's, if that comes through or not, but it's it's saying it, it was passionate hate. And he's kind of going, no, I, I, I don't want to go down that road. I, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off, but I just want to, you know, I just want to be good again and kind of get back on track. And because, you know, nobody really likes being pissed off for the, that long. You know what I mean? It takes too much kind of Forgiveness is a pretty tough thing sometimes. So, um so that's kind of was 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 my kind of take on that was where where the guys kind of going okay well you know maybe things will work out you know it, 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 we may re reconvene again at some point maybe we won't but we'll uh, you know um, he, he's not gonna he gets to a point where he's just not so so bitter about it anymore you know. Um, so at least that's the way I kind of saw it. I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of see things, I don't know, because they're maybe because they're my songs, I just see them differently. But, um, yeah, that was kind of my, the thing that I, I was kind of going for, for the end of the record it was just to kind of maybe end on a little bit of, <laughs> uh, a, a little bit of a positive note, I guess. There's an arc. I mean, this is this is a storytelling album, and that's one of the things that draws me to it is you're telling stories from start to finish here. And yeah. maybe maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow the sun will finally reappear. That's that's class half full. Yeah, yeah, it, right, right. I, the, I I agree. It's 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 probably not a lot of songs like that. There's a lot of a lot of dark stuff, but um, you know, you you get there eventually. Well, I, I love where the album kind of ends. The song Midnight Blue, it, it, it's almost an Americana vibe. It's this kind of ramshackle strumming, singing about waiting on the stoop. I mean, it, it feels like feels like a hazy summer song. And I, I kind of like it, it's different enough from everything that came before it on the album. It really kind of stood out to me. Yeah, it, it definitely does. I mean, like, well, I mean, I'm a big fan of the old 97s, you know, them. Of course. So like, I really like them quite a bit. And like, um, like Rhett Miller is like one of my favorite songwriters too. He's another one I hold in high regard. So um, really like him a lot. And I like, just like the old, like I, I really, really love Hank Williams, you know, and I like a lot of, a lot of Willie and just, you know, the Dolly Parton, a lot, a lot of the old school country, like a lot of newer stuff. I just, I can't stand it, but um, the old school country stuff, I just think is really, really great. So I always kind of wanted to do something like that. And like, just, it, it just kind of came out. I said, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just do it. Um, I thought it would go over. I thought it was just weird even showing my bandmates, but you know, I was kind of playing in my head for a long time and I don't know, I'm getting to be, I'm getting older and I'm starting to give a less shit about stuff like that too, where it's just like, huh, you know, I just want to do what I want to do. Right. You know, 
if it's a country song and it shocks people, whatever, that's not the point of it. You know, it's, it's more just of a, it, it felt good to do. So that was it, you know, and it, 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 it does fit in with the rest of them in a weird way. For sure. And the, the album, we're recording this on Tuesday, November 2nd, Escape Velocity, the new album we're talking about, comes out on Friday the 5th. Obviously, there have been a couple songs from it that have been released into the wild before then. As you talk about wanting to just kind of, or settling into the idea, like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow my own muse. Is it hard in some ways to move forward when so many people want to lock you into your past? Yeah. I mean, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I have to shut it all out. I mean, I think about that all the time because they, a lot of people want a certain thing and I don't want to, you know, I'm like, well, why don't you just listen to that record then or that record or whatever, or that, the band, and, you know, if you want a Riverdale's record, go listen to the Riverdale's then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not against the Riverdale's. I, you know, I played in the band and I love the band, but I would kind of want to do other things too, you know what I mean? Um, and it's not just that band, it's, it's every band I've played in. Usually people want something and, you know, I kind of, I don't know. I like what I'm doing now, you know, so. But for sure. I mean, there'll always be that guy who will say, yeah, I like always. tears are falling on the new album, but you know, back when vapid was in Sludgeworth, dot, dot, dot. Right, 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 right. <laughs> You're always going to have the, and I, I come across that constantly. It, it kind of drives me nuts, but you know, I don't know. What are you going to do? Hey, and it's funny. I, I think as fans, and we're, we're all guilty of this as music fans, we do tend to think of our favorite artists in the framework of where we first heard them or encountered right. them. And I was thinking about Screeching Weasel. That South by Southwest moment, that was already 10 years ago. I mean, right. I mean you know, four Dan Vampett and the Cheats albums later, that, that is so far in the rear view, although I, I understand from a fan's perspective why it's still fresh. But that was, that was forever ago at this point. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, ten years is a long time, you know. Right. Um, so, um, you know, and you know, one thing I think is important to say. I've said this in interviews too. Is like, you know, I'm no different. You know, when I one way of putting this is, you know, when I was um, in my late teens and early twenties, I the, the Ramones were like I was fanatical. You know, like the Ramones were my absolute favorite. Now. To this day, I, I always have a soft spot for the Ramones, love the Ramones. But you know what? I think a lot of people think that that's all maybe I listen to. And it's just never been the case. Um, at least that's the impression I get. You know, oh, that's the guy that does the songs that are kind of like the Ramones. Well, it's like, well, not really. I mean, I, I've always kind of done other stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like, But they've gravitated towards that. And they kind of, I don't know, they want to put you in a box. And I just don't want to be in that box. You know? Someone it's not called really interested. I just, what's up? Someone called the new record Bubblegum. I, I forget where it was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck's up with that? Did you listen to the record yeah. at all? Yeah, well, the, the, wait, the album we're talking about, Escape Velocity? Wait, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. know what it was uh, What it was on. It was a, one of the first reviews. But, I mean, it was a, it was a good review, but it... It was like, you know, I mean, it's not anything close to a bubblegum punk record. So well, I mean, you have to wonder if they even gave it a listen. I don't think they did. I think they like see you, Dan Vapid and it's like, 
Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. You know, they, 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 I think, and that's, that kind of drives me a little nuts. Sure. Because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. Like my tastes have changed too over the years is what I was trying to get at earlier. You know, like, you know, I absolutely, the Ramones were like, I was fanatical, but like by, by around the mid nineties, I was listening to other stuff too. You know, I just started getting into, I was really getting into like early country in like the mid, like the early and mid nineties and, um, you know, more of the early rock and roll and just started, I don't know, just started just branching off in all kinds of directions. And like, that's always been there. You know what I mean? But I've always listened to other stuff as well. And I always, I kind of like to express that, you know, um, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that some people are picking up on that at least. So that's a good thing. Well, and right out of the gate, I, I think almost as a mission statement to the new album, you open with Come Find Me, which doesn't sound pop punk to me or bubblegum. It sounds like 80s power pop. Like it has kind of a college rock vibe to me. Does it? Okay, and I, mean yeah. that, I mean that in the best possible way. I think I've cool. used college you know, rock I mean, <laughs> on that too a couple times. You thought that? Yeah, a little bit. Like it reminds me of kind of like 90s, early 90s college radio type of stuff at times not the yeah. whole record but it, it has those vibes at times i just think it kind of sounds like maximum dan i mean like that's like the most um not filtered but like just the most you know open up a package and that's what it is dan to me that's why i think i really gravitated towards come find me um when i first heard yeah. that song like, that's just yeah. that's just raw dan babin yeah you, you know you said that to me before dylan i remember that now oh. all the all this said about moving forward, Dan. I still love this Methadone's album. I just had it. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You're not falling forward. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right. So Dan Vampin and the Cheats, the new album, the fourth studio album. It is coming out on Friday, Friday, November 5th, if you're listening to this before then. Uh it's fantastic. I, I really it, it's the storytelling, it's the production, it's the songwriting, it's the lyrics. It, it, it's it is a complete package. I think you should be really I, I know it's long delayed. I know it was a journey getting here. But man, you should be really you should feel great about it. I I thanks, James. I really appreciate that a lot. I, you know, I'm pretty excited to see it's uh, finally coming out. So this comes out and then hopefully we'll, we'll get to see you guys play a little bit over the next several yeah. months i'm 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 sure hoping so like um you know i have three children who aren't vaccinated um right. you know one is under five he's four um it's kind of a an ongoing conversation in the house sure. um but you know that being said it's been pretty rough to see how many bands are playing and you know being out here in a small town and you know going online and constantly seeing bands play i mean it's been a kind of a bummer um but that being said i i yeah i'm itching to get back and and, sure. and playing again so hopefully hopefully soon well ready your, kid, you your kids are more important we're ready when you're ready. We're ready for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you do you. what you got to do, and we'll be here for you. I promise. I'll I'll get my guitar chaps going because I'm Simon now, so I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Practice. I'm really glad you decided to let your hair down, Simon. That's uh, no, that's good. 
I, I let my hair down. Let my, I let my bro go away. I'm just coming back. I'm just, this is it now. This is the new assignment. You got to live with this. Well, <laughs> Dan Vampin in the cheats with, with new Simon. Uh, I'm going to kill the Facebook live here in a second. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Thank it, you. Great no, to see you all James, again. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really love being on your show. You're, it's a, uh, you're, you're, you're fun to talk to. I appreciate it. I think you're fun to talk to. <laughs> oh. 